This DJ and TV show is sponsored by DJ Event Planner, Electra Voice, DJ Trivia and DJ Bingo, ProX Direct, NLFX Pro. Promo only. Odyssey cases. Perfect portals. JMOS lighting. Instant DJ requests. And our DJ and TV insiders. This is John Young from DJN TV. Thanks for watching. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday Night Music Show. We have our, our my panel tonight. We have some guys here who are going to do their best to get a word in edgewise. We've got Aaron from the Great White North. We've got John from Boston, and Jay, who's currently in Vegas. Just, That's for Vegas. And just, just because. Vegas. Yeah. Jay's in Vegas just because. Yeah, there's my bed. He, he's he just decided it would be fun to travel. Yeah, a week before he has to travel. Yeah, he's done that. And and Howie's here. Howie is with us. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the show tonight, I wanted to share something with you that I I made a few calls yesterday. I had to renew my liability insurance. I talked to Jay. And um, I also made a call to Wavy Davy. If you guys know who Wavy Davy is, oh yeah, he's in so, insurance. Yes, he is. What Wavy Davy? Yeah, he is um, a DJ. His family has had this insurance agency for like five generations, and he now currently runs it, and manages it. So, oh, wow. yeah, so he's been doing this his whole life, and you know. And you know it's funny, Jay. Wavy told me the same thing that you told me. Oh, that's that, cool. You know, is it's the best deal I can find? I'm going through, you know, we DJ getting this little bronze ad, and then I'm getting the discount on insurance. Yeah, but by the way, what you're going to get towards the end of when you have to renew, which I'm now doing, is about every other day you get a hit on email saying we DJ potential client. And then you click on it, and because you're only bronze, they say, a potential client looked for you. Date of event, unknown. Client, unknown. Location, unknown. It's like, Clickbait. but if I upgrade to gold, <laughs> all that information would be mine for the taking. It's like... Could, could, could we agree, then, that WeDJ is kind of useless on that level? On that level, for what I'm getting, yeah. It's just, it's a buy-in to get insurance. Part of me every year feels like calling the insurance direct going, how much? Well, here's some good news for you. Wavy called me this morning and he found someplace where you can get insurance for $190 a year without WeDJ. Wow. And you can pay monthly. Just liability, no no. Just gear. liability, same policy. It's a good policy. Wavy's looked it over. Wavy being an insurance guy, I trust. Sure. And he's telling me, 
this is what he's going to go with oh. and for him to renew. Is that just in your state or no, this is everywhere. Everywhere. There's a guy that was at we do at, um, there was a guy that was at Wedding MBA. Yeah. And I, I walked by and he goes, Hey, how's it going? I said, Good. He goes, Are you a DJ? I said, Yeah. And he goes, Do you have insurance? I said, I do. And he goes, Through who? And I gave him the breakdown. And he goes, oh, yeah, I used to work for them. Do you deal with, and he named the girl I deal with. And I said, yeah, I do. So, of course, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Like, he actually knows the players. Right. And he says, oh, yeah, here's the deal. I'm starting my own thing. It might be the guy that you're going with. Because he's like, yeah, I'm starting my own insurance thing because I used to work for, and he named the two major players. One starts with N, one starts with M. Yep. And here's what I'm offering. And I was like, oh, really? And at the time, I was just kind of moving around the, the show floor, so I didn't spend that much time. Right. But it sounded like a really good deal. I'm wondering if that's who you ended up with. Uh, this is a situation where I don't have all of the specifics. Okay, because this guy said he, he worked with, I don't want to name their names to show favoritism, but he worked with the company that you and I talked about, and then the other company that used to be the one that we all went with. Uh-huh. So the difference, if you're a DJ, you'll understand this. One company starts with M. One company starts with N, as in Nancy and Mary. Mm-hmm. Those were the two players that we always went right. with. Well, yeah. well, yeah. So what, what I'm just saying is, is that give me some time on this. Let me get all the facts straight from Wavy. He's going to know. Okay. And, and hell, maybe I'll even make. Maybe I'll even go see Wavy and do a video with him. Yeah, so because I, if he's through. in the business, I'd love to hear what he has to say about right. this whole process. Yeah, but he's he, kind of the expert on this. He's right, cool dude, too. Besides, oh, Wavy is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a great guy. He's so kind. I oh, met yes. I've met him and his wife a bunch of times. Super cool people. Yeah. But it's the whole like, what are we going to save versus like. Because I think insurance is one of those things, Brian, where you, when you and I spoke, I thought, oh, I just renewed mine in May. And I carry it every year, and I've carried it every year for God knows how many years. Right. And you just pay it with the hopes of if something hits the fan. Right. Oh, I have insurance. Like, I did a gig Saturday at the Wild Animal Park in San Diego, and they were very upfront about, we need a COI, Certificate of Insurance. Here you go. I'm insured. In case but what, what does it mean right? <laughs> if things go south? And by the way, side note, the worst gig that was awesome ever, I get to the gig and they say, we have a van. What do you mean? We're going to drive the van to the gig. It's like about a five-minute drive. Oh, okay. I unload my truck into the, G, into the van. Then I'd go to the gig. I then unload my van. Side note, don't ever ask the van driver if you should bring your rock and roll cart. Always bring your rock and roll cart. Because when they tell you, oh, I'm 20 feet away from where you are, what they really mean is I'm 150 feet away. So you get to hand carry all your gear to the gig. Whoa. Oh, yeah. But and then carry it back to the van to go back to your truck to load up, to go home, to unload. Nightmare. 
I have but, to, uh, Jay, uh, guys, I have to excuse myself for just a moment. So go ahead and carry I'll on. I'll keep talking. Right Thank so you. <laughs> up front, they because they're a major vendor, they were like, yeah, we need COI certificate of insurance. I'm like, okay, no problems. Here you go. Now, I have done this before with other huge vendors, meaning SeaWorld in San Diego. Now you say, but Jay, is that a big vendor? Or a big venue. It is in that they're owned by Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. So their insurance says, thanks for giving us liability. You cannot drive on property unless your vehicle has commercial insurance. Oh, it's wow. the only okay. venue I've ever worked where they said you can get a cart and roll it into the venue, but you cannot drive into the venue. Their attitude is this. If I drive in in my Jeep with my gear and I run into a whale tank and break it, right? that's a problem. I don't have commercial million-dollar insurance. I don't know about all of you, but if this breaks the rules, I apologize. I have standard car insurance. Then I have DJ liability insurance. Right. But if I had a DJ truck carrying a ton of gear, I would still have normal until I found out from SeaWorld, San Diego, no, 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 excuse me, you can't drive on property without commercial insurance on your car. So there are variations here in Canada. Let me get this this straight here. They're worried about whether or not you have commercial insurance Mm -hmm. on the car. On the car. Bitten by a tiger, and they're not worried about that part of it. I lost my right arm, which is now (laughs) grown back that day to a great white shark at SeaWorld. (laughs) They didn't care about that. This was like 20 years ago. But luckily, it grew back and is fully functional. Well, But at the time, it was all about commercial insurance. There was some commotion outside, and uh, come to find out, they rescheduled fireworks because of rain. So that's... It's not a shootout. It's fireworks. So that's oh, okay. why oh, that's I, a good, good. I think that's always a good thing to find out. So, but I, I, I don't know where I don't know where the dog and cat are on this. But you may find they might be hiding. They're fine. The, the minute you have a vehicle that you use for work here, you have to carry commercial, and it has to be two million. I pay through the nose for my vehicle because I use it for work. For any type of income, do I carry gear to or from an event? Yes, I do. You are commercial. I need commercial registration. Commercial there you plates, go. Wait, how much? Plates. How much a year would you say that is? Ooh, twenty eight, twenty nine hundred. Wow! Welcome so, to Canada. So anyway, what I was saying before, US. Okay. what I was saying before, if I had to do this, obviously, if it's that much in Canada, exactly, Brian, seventeen dollars here in America. So I should get this. Yeah, yeah, you'd be alright. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I, I did want to like have a but show Brian, on. Yeah, Brian, I would like to know if your guy <laughs> would be interested in looking into it. If they can do a policy for Canadians, no, uh, no, I don't you know. They can't. I, I mean, I would assume they, there's not bonded for it. But before I even you know talked about the company or anything else, I really wanted to talk to to Wavy and find out more specifics and hell, maybe even have a chat with him, even if it's over Zoom. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, because he has found this. 
does he want to become a commercial broker for the DJ industry? That's the well, I don't know. I, I, I got the email from Dave. I didn't talk to him. It was just there. But I mean, who better to, to do this than Wavy if there's somebody out there? To do exactly. uh, that's a great video. And if so, you need a, if you need an organization, it could be the showroom guys. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know how this works, but I I, I know Wavy Disc Jockey TV. Even though John's right, dead. right, Wavy's right. a broker, right? So that's what he does. He he doesn't yeah. insure anybody. He finds coverage for you and and underwrites right. you. Yeah. So is this a new thing for Wavy? We, maybe we can send everybody to Wavy. Who are you going to buy insurance from? You must well get it from Wavy. Oh, so we get a free voice drop with the insurance policy. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I get, no, that's, that's I get a, you know, you're in the mix, 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 mix with DJ J. And he's insured. Like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always I, I sort of let you know, there are alternatives out there. This will uh, be my final hurrah with Weedy J unless I get 17 million leads for my bronze account. You them. won't. You won't. I won't. No one's going to call me on this. <laughs> Next year, you will. And you won't know who they are. Yeah, yeah and that would be That's fine. tragedy. But they are no longer needed for that purpose. Uh, and, and this insurance is, is a little less than what the other company was charging anyway. So Good. Anyway. That, that's, as I long as you're covered. I mean, but, cool. but you bring up a big thing, Brian. Before you make that video, understand when you start pointing people towards, hey, I got a guy. You want to make sure that what that guy has is going to actually cover. Now, the tragedy of all of this is I assume that my insurance will cover whatever happens. Well, like I said, I haven't had to use my insurance ever. Well, what if it hits the fan? What happens? I haven't either. And I don't know that anyone that I know can attest to having to tap into that. But what I can say is that Dave, having done this his entire life, right. since he got out of college in like 1990 or whatever, you know, th- this is what he's done. And so if he sees it and he likes it and, and he understands more about this stuff than you and I will ever know. Absolutely. Get it. It's talk. fine. I trust Wavy. So I, I, I'm yeah. just going with, going with Wavy. Yeah. You know, the coverage, coverage is coverage is coverage. So, you know. Right. Right. It, it, I know not all... You know, but that's the thing, Brian. Like, I mean, this is a weird but interesting question. Has anyone ever collected and or filed on this insurance? I don't know one DJ that's ever said, I don't. Oh, I had a problem and I had to file, or I had a problem, I had to do this. It's just that thing you always carry. And then the other thing you wonder is if anyone has, would they admit to it? Would they? I don't think they they would. Take their tables down or. Their, their stuff was unsafe or whatever. No one's going to cop up no, if it happens. Exactly. It's that underwritten kind of yeah. in the background thing. Right. Of, right. You know, hey, if, if, if it hits the fan, I've got a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But what if? What if? And right. hopefully, yes. knock on wood again, you never have to find out. But we the all have thing, that. The only thing I've ever been hit with is a venue says, oh, wait, oh you, you only have a million dollars. We need two. Mm-hmm. I, it happened to me last year, Howie. I did yeah, a I remember that. event out here. It's three million, and I found a venue or oh. an a underwriter that would do a one-day five million dollar policy. It was two hundred nine dollars, and the venue said we'll pick up that charge. Whoa. Right, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. in at least in California, schools need three million minimum. 
which I don't carry. So I called my insurance agent and I said, hey, you know, what's up with this? Can I do this? And she's like, it'll change your policy from $197 to $1,500 a year. I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, as exciting as insurance is, maybe we should talk music. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, on the music show. I was going to mention this and no, get out of it. And then had stories. <laughs> no, 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 please go. Here for a while. Isn't there something about the BBC funding? You have to mention music. Yes, you're right. We're not going to get, we're not going to get, uh, it's in the clause. CBC money. We're not going to get BBC money. We're not going to get any of the grants if we don't talk music. At your show there, Brian. Do you uh, pick up any new artists at all? you see, hear anything you really liked? Uh, you know, that show was a, a strict for me. It was a tech show. I stayed in my lane. I was a tech. I did some training. Mm-hmm. I kind of stuck around the booth. I heard nothing, you know, no, except no music. people sing. I want to dance with somebody who loves me by Whitney Houston. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's what I heard over and over again. Okay. Oh my gotta God. Have, gotta have voice. Gotta have and a fan voice. favorite a few times on that one. <laughs> a few times. That one was big. Of course, a couple people did, um, Billie Eilish. Eminem a couple times. Call Me Maybe oh, yeah. happened more than once. Uh, really? I haven't heard that in a while. Did you Maybe walk away thinking of new songs to play gigs? Maybe got I back twice. No. Hey, Call Me Maybe. Maybe I'm going to drop that at my next one. Now, you're you're mentioning all these uh, for the audience. You're talking people that came up. People were singing karaoke, karaoke. which I was not. Right. I was not being a, a karaoke host. I was being a tech for a system that I built. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Hearing people sing karaoke, that could give you an inspiration to pick up a song that maybe we stopped playing a while ago. It maybe if like three or four of them sing. <laughs> not it, it did not. Not those three. <laughs> no. You do Stranger Things too. I mean, you can go that route. You know. Yeah it 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 uh, it was a it was a gig, guys. It was a gig. Yeah. I have stories. Did you got any whole... new tunes at all? Does anybody have any new stuff they're they're loving lately? Brian, have you met our new host, Aaron? Yeah, I know. What the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah. The no. Tuesday night with Aaron and Howie. Yeah. It's a Canadian <laughs> talk show, right? Fired, apparently. It's a, it's, it's a coup. Right now, I'm all fired up. It's a coup. Oh, damn. Uh, no, to answer your question, but uh, what I was going to ask is, um, what I was going to say is that there are things to talk about. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to talk about them live. Mm. But there are things to talk about um, that happened that I know was going to really trigger Jay. And I almost want to talk about it just to Jay lose his mind. Please go for I, it. I can't. I can't. It's it's too I'm soon. In Vegas now, sir. It's too soon. Too soon. It's like making a Leave with the Beaver reference. You know, when, when we lost. Oh Tony yeah, please, Dow. Tony Dow. Yeah, let's. Yeah. let's I'll take a it's too out. soon. Yeah, it's just too yeah, soon. I get that. I get stuff that. happened. Yeah, I'll okay. save it for another time. But this is what I was thinking. I was thinking uh, that I had heard a couple of really great songs this weekend. And it wasn't anything new. It was stuff that I'd heard before. But I just got to thinking they were really great songs. Like everything about them is great. They're well-written. They're well-produced. They're different. They don't sound like everything else, you know? What do you guys got for some great songs? Just, just I don't know. Let's go around the room. Name a great song. Something that just is unique. And and good, Aaron. If you say country, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get him off air. Mute, oh man, go. Go ahead. Great song. A great song. What's a great song that you can think of off the top of your head? Just a great song. 
Oh man, this is tough. I've been back, like I'm on Twitch now. So I'm kind of like buried in a thousand other songs in my head right now. It's like a great song. I'll give you an example. Shoot. Of a great song. A song that I think is a great song. It sounds like nothing else. Start us off. Since uh, the, the song came out and nothing before it happened, Boss Gag's Lowdown is a great song. Great song. Um, yeah, you could play that anywhere. Yeah. It's rock. It's jazz. It's funk. It's R&B. It's top 40. Yeah. Everything. Except country. That doesn't matter. It's everything else. <laughs> but I've heard it on classic rock stations. Yep. Yeah. Like right alongside, you know, rock stuff. You well, know, starts us off, Brian. When we didn't yeah. get things going here, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. It's a unique mm-hmm. song. Yeah. It is, it, especially because he was one of the first to use the uh, um, mm-hmm. electronics uh, synths and stuff like that. And, and I'll do you one better. The SEAL version is still great. Oh, I like the SEAL version a lot. Yeah. You, I, you yeah. played that the other night, did you not? Um, I, you know, I, I might have. I know I played SEAL. I'm trying to remember if that I, was what you played. I, I know I played Lost My Faith. I may have played that. I'm not sure. But I know I played Lost My Faith. See, I'm sorry. SEAL is an artist that I think is so underrated when it comes to playing. Because he just sits in that pocket of... You can listen to it and go, oh, this is really cool. This, Oh, I like this. Like crazy and killers and lost my faith. And I mean, any of the covers, so many, like any oh. of the covers that he does too. He, he puts and, his own spin on it. And he did a whole R&B kind of Motown thing. But even before then, his own material, Prayer for the Dying, Dream and Metaphors, they're all just kind of, they have a lot going on in them. So, 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 so John. Yes. Great song. You're a music guy. Yeah. Great song. Well, what I heard today on the radio, and I obviously didn't change the channel because it's a great song. We we have a, a classic rock station, so you uh-huh. think a lot of that arena stuff. Yeah. Right in the middle, I don't know where they played Steely Dan. Do it again. Oh my God. Great song. It, oh my God. Between Aerosmith and Kansas. I'm like, how does that but it fits? And I said, ah, ah, ah. great song. But you know what's that. what's so cool about that is that's what rock and roll used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you'd have Aerosmith, and you'd have Rick Derringer, and you'd have, you know, Led Zeppelin, and then you'd have like Jethro Tull or Crosby, Seals, and Nash. And it was like, okay, that makes sense. How does that make sense? Yeah. But it did. Now everything's homogenous. It's just everything has to be uniform and sound alike. But back then, there was variety. You heard different sounds and, and, and vibes, and it was all rock and roll. And that was really cool. But I, I 100% agree with you. Howie, what do you got? I have to go with Lori's all-time favorite and certainly a favorite of mine. And it will be I Remember the Vocal Mix with Dead Mouse. Oh, geez, Mary and Jess, that's it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> Game over, man. Walking away. No, wait, for, I mean, wait for Jay to get his ears back in here. A great transition song and every greatest EDM song of all time. Of all time. Come of on. all time, in my opinion. And I've told Joel Zimmerman, aka yeah. Dead Mouse, and yeah. Ryan, aka Cascade, this probably five times. And they both looked at me going, You think so? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Dead Mouse, not as much, but Ryan Cascade has always been like, 
Wow. Once he was like, you think? And I was like, here's why. And I explained yeah. it to him. And he's like, wow, you're right. Yeah. Like, it's the most amazing, the vocal mix. It's trance-like. And I don't mean trance style. I mean, it's hypnotic. It gets it's atmospheric. It's, it's atmospheric. so atmospheric. And yeah. it's just, it builds and builds and drops and builds. Yeah, it's it's one of the greatest it's, songs it's of all time. Exactly it's exactly what we want from our audience. When I played it for Lori the first time, she said, that took me to another place. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, uh, it's really good. It's a great track. Yeah, 100%. I always preferred you and I, the Medina thing to that one. I don't know why, but I always thought that was... That's a good one. That's, that, a very that's good the one I prefer. Yeah. I'm, that's I'm, a very I'm, good one. But even Move From Me, like if you really, if you do the, the original mix of Move From Me by them... It's got that thing. And for those that don't know, they're now back together as a pair called K5. Oh. And they've got the new track is called Escape. So check out Escape, Howie, by K5. And it's called K5 now. Okay. K5, because it's Cascade and Dead Mouse with the five. And they're touring it. And they played EDC Vegas as a headliner. And it's got a very old school vibe to it. Yeah, it's really oh, it's, yeah. it's so tasty. So I mean, Aaron, if you great have song, you yeah. Hotel Hotel California. For me, you want to talk about a great song. The way it starts out, and I prefer the live version much more over the can because when they get together for the reunion tour and they did it again live. Oh, from uh, Hell Froze Over or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah. Tour, yeah. the live yeah. version of that. Mm-hmm. I think more because they got back together for that. And they both, they all brought their game, and it was like, I love the live version of it. You just, well, boy, do I have good news really- for you. You're going to hear that song a lot next week. Because, yes. Because uh, Chuck Green at Avante Audio will play that song over and over again. Over and over. <laughs> Avante demo booth. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any, any demo booth you go into, they have their different speaker lines, and they play Hotel California wow. through. Chuck Green oh. will, will definitely yeah, Chuck, Chuck will definitely go with it. Yeah, he'll yeah. be playing. I mean, if I had to do a speaker test, much to Brian's dismay, I would go Steely Dan because of the production. I would oh, yeah. too. And and most of their tracks have this like or or dire straits. Oh, oh yeah. Or the Brothers in Arms Art. album is special. Yeah. Oh, there's a the, great album. Yeah, well, you know what? The underwritten one that I've driven and actually had to explain to Colin driving here. Um, the on every street, which has Planet New Orleans calling Elvis on every street. It's the album after, like in the 90s, their big album, which still wasn't that big. The big track in it would probably be, um, with uh, um, Gaucho calling that one. No, that's Steely Dan. Gaucho, this is. No, the one after Hey 19 and Deacon Blue. No, no, no. I'm now on um, Sire Straits. Sire Straits. Oh, sorry. On every street. Not Brothers in Arms. And I, it's Brothers in Arms to me is like quintessential, like top 10. When I was in, okay. You got to check out on every street at some point. When I was in Italy and I was at FBT headquarters, the main audio engineer for FBT, he played two things. He played so far away, Dire Straits, off Brothers yeah. in Arms. Right. Very good. Very and good. Robin Thick Blurred Lines. Those were the two songs that he was testing everything to. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
yeah, I thought, you know, I, I get so far away, but as soon as he put blurred lines on, I was a little confused. That's, yeah, that, that throws. There's me. something he was, he was hearing in that song. But, uh, you know, a little uh, a trivia. That is the very first album that was totally digital. Right. The first yeah. digital recording. Yeah, right. yeah. A whole album that was a digital recording. Yeah. The whole, the whole album. And that's, that's why it was such a big deal on CD, because it was lost, completely lossless. Right. Digital recording, oh, digital CD format. So you're getting the master. Yeah, it used to be a big deal. When yeah, you, would, you get the, the, the master album, you know, the really special one with like the little. Negative. The, I got a new song, 96K. Here, check it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got earbuds <laughs> in. And- I actually, I had people turn when I, when I first played that, uh, you know, I bought the whole album. It was a CD actually. And, and people would, people actually turn like, wow. You know, like the clarity is like, oh. When Super it was the Audio first CD I owned. Remember a Super Audio CD when they came out? Um, right after digital tape? No, mm-hmm. I bought yeah. uh, I bought that Eagles album, that live album, on a Super Audio CD. You had to buy a Super Audio CD player, have a 5.1 specific cable to go into a specific amp to run it, and it sounded amazing. One CD here, I think it was like 35 bucks a disc. Wow. wow. And it was okay. Once was, again, I why America is better than Canada. Right. That's that was topic. <laughs> yeah. No, if you. Oh, I got that at Sonic one night because I got yeah. two shakes and they gave me the super audio. Okay. So now it all makes sense. For 10 bucks. Yeah. You got it for 10 bucks. But yeah, no, the super audio CD was amazing. And they have each disc was engineered like they're engineered into 5.1 surround. They were awesome. But Dude, my did. first radio job, the jocks would get online and say, Hey, coming up next, synchronicity on CD from the police because we had a Sony CD player and they would play it. So you'd be in your like 63 Dodge Dart listening (laughs) through Jensen Coax 6'9s going, this does sound amazing. It really does sound better. On our speaking of all the billboards said, you know, 95.5 laser disc you know well speaking of, like the of 18 what dire straits speaking of dire straits yep sultans of swing oh, a great, great song, song. Oh, great, great song. song yeah i mean great i can't song. think of a dire straits song that's better than sultans of swing i i would argue planet new orleans but i could see the the back and forth on why that sultans is better mm-hmm. i could well I, I i'm talking about not only from a musical point of view or or a lyrical point of view or the guitar playing in it it's just catchy as hell and i've never heard anything like it well listen to a song called lady rider from the second album and just li- listen to it closed eyed i think it gets close i really do i saw them by the way on their 79 tour mm-hmm. and they played twisted by the pool which yeah. i think is a chuck berry song that's a big one over in the uk like for what but here's the funny thing they didn't release it for like three or four years but they played it in 79 when i saw them at the orpheum john <laughs> yeah, that is that and is let me tell you yeah. it was stunning right. the original <laughs> lineup on communicado the second I'm sorry, I'm sorry i derailed your thing yeah. here I, I think they, you want to get to john now uh, no, i was gonna say if anyone says they ever caught a guitar pick from mark knopfler they're lying because he just plays <laughs> the <thing>. he doesn't <laughs> right, exactly yeah <laughs> i've won from skid row and warrant last week but they don't play with their fingers yeah. so 
Yeah. If, uh, if you think you got Mark Knopfler's, eh, you might be lying. Let's let John go. He's a, he's a, quite a noodler. Um, I'll, I'll go Fusion Doobies and I'll take Long Train Running. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, that is because that's song. a nice vibe, and it doesn't sound like Yacht Rock. Yeah, who doesn't know <laughs> the song? Really? Yeah. It's so why when that's... Michael gets the lead, it always turns into Yacht Rock. It's just that's all I hear in my head. Uh, not everything he does. <laughs> well, minute by minute is very Yacht Rock. So I mean, that's where what a full is. I think that album yeah, is right. where he got to shine was yep. minute by minute with Fool. minute by minute is where he really did get to shine on. Yeah, on that, you but, did. And that's yeah, got yeah. full, full beliefs. And yeah. I mean, that's still such an amazing, yeah. Uh, depending on you, all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They go very yachty with, with Michael McDonald, but, Oh Yeah. But that's but, not but that's not, not a bad, bad thing. Not bad. <laughs> not yeah, no, I'm I'm He's sitting here going like top two. Yeah. Wait, I don't want to put this shit down because like it was really good. <laughs> we all like you rock here. To John's yeah, yeah. point, it's just different. It is. Yes. So so Jay, go ahead. Um, another one would be Rock and Roll Fantasy by De- by um Bad Company. Yeah, that's a nice song. And yeah. nothing else sounds like it. No, nothing by anyone else, slash or even them. It was there like breakout because the drums went digital and it just sounded so different but it was such a great song mm. howie what do you got wicked game chris isaac oh you took mine you're not i'm not kidding i was about that was my line songs how did you have that uh, line right you know all the time you should have played like a millions Around the world, it doesn't matter where you are. You drop that track. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. And they're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they yep. get into it. Yeah. Absolutely, Howie. 100%. Beauty. Beautiful song. Yeah. Beauty. All right, Aaron. Think of a different one. Uh, comfortably Numb. Okay. Oh, Great yeah. Song. Yeah. Great comfortably song. Numb. Like, mm-hmm. Floyd, you can't go wrong. I mean, you can yeah. listen to that whole album back to back and, you know, it can... <laughs> It's it's great, but that song alone, um, you don't get sick of it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's been getting a lot of radio play. Did that show up in Stranger Things or something? Because that's it, been it on a lot. It might have. I've been hearing it way more than usual. It went like a long time not hearing that on the radio. And it's mm-hmm. back. So did Metallica know. pick up some play too recently for a show? Which one? Metallica, didn't they pick up some Yeah, the, that Stranger Things? So, the yeah. Master of Puppets track is back on the charts again. Dun, 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 oh, that damn kid push song will we'll go away. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know what? I got one that Brian, I think, will be very excited by because it's it like nothing else. And I mean, nothing else. Okay. The band or anywhere else. You ready? Okay. Yeah. The logical. Oh, the logical song? The logical song. Because yeah. the logical is very different. No. The logical. That's, that's Scooter. That's different. No. The logical song, Super Tramp. Uh, Breakfast in America. Like nothing. One of the greatest yeah. songs ever. It is. It sounds like nothing. Sounds like and nothing. It is, by itself, is, oh, that's in not my true. opinion, well, no, it sounds like nothing else in that. Nothing oh, like nothing else. Okay. Yes. Right. But when you hear it alone, it to me is still so magical. Yeah. Just, it's no, it is. such a great, great, great song. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, is it my Should I go? No. It's no. A, yeah, Brian, you should yeah, throw Brian, something. Your turn, right? Brian and John have to go yet. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're just riffing Not here. Give her. Uh, I don't know. Geez, there are so many great songs. You know the one that 
The songs that I love are the songs that when I hear them, I I stop in my tracks because yeah. A, they're fantastic. B, I've never heard anything like this before. I don't like conformity. If you haven't figured that out about me yet, I'm telling you now, <laughs> I don't like conformity. I like things that are different. Right. And And I like things that just like, where did that come from? And for some reason, the one that's sticking out in my head, and it's not a complicated song. It's just it's, for for its time, it was just so different. Is uh, Gary Newman's Cars? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's just that's a really good one. Way out there. Yeah, totally. And even yeah. even the way he sang, I'd never heard anyone sing like that before. That was he groundbreaking. Was even singing, he was almost speaking. Yeah, that was groundbreaking. It was I very mean. groundbreaking. Exactly. Yeah. That well, totally was. That's a great week, example. This week they released an official video of that extended version. Hmm. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. Uh, John. Um, I'm going to go into some of the classics. I'm going to take us back to Led Zeppelin. And oh. for something that I thought was really a, a change in sound for them specifically. Oh, I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. All, all of my love. Oh, through the outdoor, longest song. That's a great one. Thank you. A lot of power. I said I thought cashmere. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was thinking in my head. My head was cashmere. But you know, he's right. He's he wrote for his all my love. He's passed away. And it was yeah, no, pretty deep. Hundred percent right. A lot of emotion in that. That's that's a great. I play that during cocktail and dinner sometimes when they want more classic, and people always come up like, "Oh my god, I forgot about this song." Like, mm-hmm. is that track that kind of, like, you know, spent by people? But it's Well, like, they have so many other singles on the radio that just gets lost in the yeah, shuffle. Exactly. Their last Top 40 hit, I believe, wasn't it? It was their last album, In Through the Outdoor. Well, yeah. Coda was after that, but yeah, it was the last hit. Well, was yeah, but... Hit. was All My Love, yeah. So, Aaron, do you have something else for us? Oh, yeah. I was uh, in the triumph movie. or rush. Yeah, I was gonna hit you with a Canadian one, but you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a tune where you had like a few of the best grunge bands ever get together, collab, and put out "Say Hello to Heaven." Oh, he's doing um, the Temple of the Dog, Temple of the Dog, Temple yeah. Of the dog. yeah. Temple of the Dog. You hear yeah. it? And you're just like, oh, oh, point. The voices that came together to make that, and the instrumentation in it, the meanings behind it, the meaning they got together. I mean. I could see for, that. for the grunge era, it's it's your it's your grail. Well, I was gonna go ahead and do something for the Canadian nationalists in here. Thank oh, you, sir. Here we go. Um, Felix. Just just Please. so you know, I I'm not the guy who pounds my fist about my my <laughs> town, my state, or my country. I'm not a yeah. nationalist. Yeah, you're big. I don't play on fan. television. Don't, don't I don't lie. care. Yeah, yeah but, Canadian. Uh, not really, out of out of the entire body of work. And and you're talking to a guy who cherry picks. I I, I cherry pick everything. There aren't getting, any artists that I can think of, even Prince, that I can tell you that I like their entire body work because I don't. I cherry pick. Okay. And if I'm gonna pick one track, and and it's gonna sound like a cop out, but it's it's just that good. Uh, from Rush, it would be Spirit of Radio. It oh, is absolutely. so good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. I mean. The 2112 album for me is Lexicon in my head. Mm-hmm. Signals is Lexicon in my head. Moving Pictures is. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, Permanent Waves, that track 
is so good. It changes so many times. It's got so many different genres oh, inside yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. Totally. Totally. It's yeah, it's in that song. Yeah. yeah. And it's got like five different time signatures. Oh, at least. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In the first 30 seconds, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The intro has three different time signatures. Just the intro. Yeah. That's right. It's great. You you got that. Yeah, it is a great song. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sonically, it's really full too. It sounds great. Yes. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's amazing that it was only three guys doing that, isn't it? Uh, doesn't it sound like a six-piece band to you? Like they just totally. sound so much bigger than a than a three-piece ever could. You listen to anything they do live or watch mm-hmm. their HD stuff live, their concerts live, and you're just like mm-hmm. okay, that's not that? Aaron. That's yeah, not sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Maple syrup. Where are you going with that one? Yeah. Yeah. Maple leaf. This. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Get a little heavy, but no. He, Brian's 100 percent right. That song is amazing. It is. Yeah. It's, they have others. Good. They do, but that just stands out to me. In La Vida Strangiola. That would be like nothing, but it's an instrumental, so it's a little, you know. No, it, I'm not suggesting they don't have other great songs or great albums. Oh, the album, yeah. That right. one's just a standout. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good call. It's just it's candy. Everything about it is candy and it's just amazing. When I'm when I'm listening to 2112, I feel like I I, I like it, but quite frankly, I feel like I'm doing a homework assignment. By the way, I, mean, I, tend to, I tend to think, honestly, Brian, I tend to think you've never sat in the the you know the bowels of earth and put on 2112 and just kicked back. Oh, you were very and wrong. like you are really? very wrong. Wow. Okay. Well, I enjoy being standard. Yes. Corrected. You are very wrong. I am incredibly sound. familiar with, with, oh, I don't, I don't think you're spherinx. That's of, a great one. I am. I'm but I just find it hard to believe. There. I just can't envision you sitting down there in the dungeon. Like, Man, put on twenty one twelve today. When I was young, Carissa Steele sounds like something I should listen to. When I lived in Oklahoma, okay, and this was a nothing little town, my brother was was like the coolest guy in the world. But the the guy who actually was a little cooler than him was a dude across the street. His name was Jan, and he a friend named Dean. Did he? Did he? Was it Jan and Dean? I'm just Jan's asking. Grandparents, Jan's grandparents lived across the street, and Jan would go stay with them. And Jan looked exactly like Dennis Quaid. And he was wow. the coolest guy. And he was a musician. Yeah. And he was 10 years older than me. But Jan and I would talk. And once in a while, Jan would hand me something and say, take this home with you and try it. And one of those things was Rush Twenty One Twelve. Drugs? Oh, it was Rush. Okay, good. He would he he would hand me records and say, "No, give this a try." And I would take it home and I would put it on, and he, you know, I I'd have it for a month at a time, and then, you know, I give it back to him, and then a couple. Can I get that Rush album back? Sure. Here you go. Nice. So yeah, I mean, very very familiar with that album. That's awesome. Because because I like Permanent Waves because my sister had it and I was talking about it and he was well you need to try this one so that's how I got familiar with it. My first was All the World's a Stage so yeah. my first introduction was live. Hello Montreal, please welcome home Rush and they go into Bastille Day and Fly by Night and you know one thing is better than the other. I'm just amazing live and I was just like it's three people. 
like this is <clears throat> a little pre-police. So it wasn't mm-hmm. you had like ZZ Top, Rush, Cream. Right. Three pieces like Peter Paul and Mary and Mary. Yeah, Rory Gallagher <laughs> taste. We're making all this have a lot. <laughs> Very few yeah. bands that that, that right. big like that. Very you, few. You, like, you know, even you know, Working Man and By Tour the Snow Dog, and then they did the twenty one twelve, the backside with Temple of Spherinx, and it's like amazing. Mm. Amazing. You know, it's yeah. funny you mentioned uh police. Yes. This is a band that came and went. This is a band where you can take all their tracks and put it on four CDs. I know because I have it. Mm-hmm. Every track they ever recorded, everything they ever recorded. Yep. I would be really hard pressed to pick a best police song. I mean, that would be difficult for me to do. Ooh. Do you do it by talent or do you do it by the song? Just just song. I mean, forget about oh, what you know tough. about music and think about what you love about music. You know what, Roxanne is Roxanne's way up there. It is, but mm. I could make the same. Can't stand losing you is great. I mean, can't stand is great. Do 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 da da da. Are you kidding me? I know yeah. who can do that. Yeah. Or well, you know what they want or two. I well, mean, you know what, message in a bottle. Murder by numbers. You ever heard? Murder on by your numbers. Finger. Yeah. Sure. Right, but murder by numbers. I mean, they're changing time signatures like every like you know four beats like boom. They are every four bars like time signs change. It's like he, murder by time, numbers. It's like uh so good. At the time, I completely dismissed it because it was just another single and a long line of singles off of Synchronicity. Because you know right. it was a big album, you know, very big. I had it, and and they were like taking every track on the album. And putting it out there. And I totally dismissed it. But if I go back and I listen to King of Pain, King of Pain oh my God. What yeah. the hell is great that? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, but you, you know, know, I almost feel that way about Thompson twins sometimes, where if I go back and listen to like Into the Gap and like King for a Day and yeah. you know, Hold Me Now, you hear them today and you go, This is the most solid song ever. Like this is a great, great song. Side on your side was the one that I always really liked. I mean, my best was like probably Kamikaze, which was off oh, Sidekicks yeah. and Quick Stabs, very underground, but an amazing song. And like they knew what they were doing. Actually, know? my favorite Thompson Twins song is exclusive on the Cool World soundtrack from 1982, and it's more techno than anything else. It's Jane Play With Me, but it's this exclusive mix just for the Cool World soundtrack, and it's amazing. Absolutely so you amazing. I, I'm hopeful that you would have listened to my favorite track on that soundtrack and listened to Sex on Wheels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the Glamour Dyke mix, as a matter of fact, is what they yeah. call that one. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. an amazing, amazing. I am very familiar with that entire album and uh, disappointed by electronic. It's a great version and yeah. great album. Yes. Oh, yeah. Front what was it? Virtuosity had a good album that way too, where tracks were like, "These are never going to be big, but they're great." That's a whole show in itself. Like favorite songs from movie soundtracks. Oh, didn't we talk about that a couple weeks ago? I think we did, but we did. I, I think it's one did. of those things that just keeps going. And I'm ashamed of myself yeah. because I, I missed my favorite. And at the oh. time, I was just on the spot, and I. But I think the best song. That was written for a movie. It was probably Kenny Loggins' "I'm All Right" for Caddyshack. Yeah, great yeah. song. Totally fast. Had a little great thing going, song. Like, you know. 
Everybody. And that song, that song does like five or six different weird things. Mm. Yeah, but Kenny Loggins' "I'm Free" from Footloose mm. is an amazing song lyrically. Mm. Just, mm. just read the lyrics. It's a great, song. great song. I'm going to give this the best song off the Footloose soundtrack. Eighty-one, eighty-two. No, yeah. it's not the best, but it's, not, off, not even off the Footloose soundtrack though. It's let alone it's, for Kenny Loggins. Well, it's a great song though on that soundtrack. What's your favorite uh, from Footloose? Probably Shalimar's "Dancing in the Sheets." I was gonna say, I yeah, I had a feeling you'd go there. Yeah. What about um, that one? What was it? Nancy Wilson and Mike Reno. Yeah. Hey, we're in Canada, Aaron. We're in Canada. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Brought up Lover Boy, so thank you. Yeah, wanted to make you happy. I would have said it if you didn't. So I figured I wanted to beat you to that punch. I kind of drew the line with Kenny Loggins with the Footloose album. I mean, everything before that. I mean, you know, I'm free is such a great song. It's good. Uh, I liked it at the time, but I burnt out on it. I haven't burnt out on I'm All Right yet. He's got lyrics that just, I shake my head going, where did he come up with this? I played it the other night on Twitch. Played Danny's song. I mean, just go back people do. Yeah, there you go. That's I mean, wonderful. God Almighty, he's amazingly good at awesome. writing lyrics. It really is. Are we going awesome to do write another round, or, or <laughs> we're just riffing? It's late. <laughs> just go ahead if you have something, Howie. Go ahead. Um. Well, I'm I'm going to go with "In Your Eyes," Peter Gabriel. Uh, just well, like maybe. one of the greatest songs of all time from an amazing album. So you, you played that at at. Any event, you know, especially a wedding, you know, the lyrics in your yeah. eyes, it's like, oh my gosh, you know. Isn't that the big song? Change my background. Say anything? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, John Cusack. That's the background song. Looking like how we all sat in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, rain. I'm giving the Vegas backdrop. <laughs> no, that, that album, that's got Don't Give Up, that's got. I mean, just I liked Big Time off that album. I thought that was a great Sledgehammer, Big Time, Don't Give Up. Sledgehammer had a cool rise. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry, that's just some amazing tracks. You know, Sledgehammer had a cool video, but I really think it was probably one of the weakest tracks on the album. There are other good tracks on the album. I think Don't Give Up was one of the strongest tracks. There, yeah, I mean, the, the, that. And By the way, Kate Bush, Big Time was very good. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, just that so album was just amazing. Mm. Amazing. You know, last album Eddie Van Halen bought was so. Yep. Really? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. He wasn't in, he wasn't into other people's music too much. He was into good playing guitar and writing music. He wasn't really into listening to stuff. You know, the it's funny. You album say he that. bought was Peter Gabriel. So it's funny you say that every time I would read about guitar players that I respected and wanted to aspire to be like, they would always, when they said, who are you listening to? They would always talk about the old artists. Like, you'd read about right. Ace Freely of Kiss. Who are you listening to? Um, Ted Nugent, Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, Eric Clapton, Rick Derringer. Like, it was always the old stuff. And I've kind of, there are times that I've reached that point where I'm like, oh, there's new music, but I really want to hear Jeff Beck Wired. Or, oh, there's new music. I really want to hear the who, who's next. You kind of fall into that. And it's great being with Colin in Vegas because we're looking at signs and I'm like, who's this? And he's like, oh, that's a rapper. And I'm like, oh, well, who's this? Oh, that's a singer that does this. And I said to him today, 
and this isn't a put down. Hey, yeah, that's the new M- MSG Madison Square Gardens opening this big, you know, dome. And I go, the first band is U2. And he's like, who's that? And I'm on my phone like, oh, check out Pride in the Name of Love and Beautiful Day and this and that. But it's that that back and forth of music where he he doesn't know these groups. Yeah. And I'm I feel it's part of my job is like, check out Jeff back. Because back in the day, we didn't have the Internet. He has the Internet to listen to his music. It's I funny didn't you, have that. It's funny. I had the magazines to read and go, yeah. oh, who's Jeff Beck? What's wired? Part oh, of me says, you know, part of me thinks, and, and this this is, the, I mean, fully candid here. I'm, I'm, I'm bearing my soul here. Part of me says, let's educate these kids and let's show them some stuff they're not aware of. 100%. 100%. The other part of me says, you know what? Don't. Let them have their fun. Let right. them have their fun now with what that's they have. That's an argument. That's an and argument. then later on, let's say when they get to be 2021, 20, then start showing them Prince, then start showing them Gap Band, then start showing them Van Halen and Kenny Loggins and all these things. But let them have their moment to shine before we tell them how shitty their music is. <laughs> Yeah, but or my is, favorite part is, hey, that sounds like the song, <laughs> that new song that just came out. Oh, you mean the sample they ripped off of this song? Well, and the sample and, they ripped off? Yeah, there's that eye opener. And then they, yeah, yeah they eye opener. They're like, oh, wait, that was from that? How come Stevie Nicks is playing that Beyonce riff? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's right. part of me that thinks you should stumble through music, but there's also part of me that thinks, won't you save a lot of time if you just open up the door a little bit and say, hey, check out this? Check out because it's fine if they're just check out this song. He'll look and be like, that's a great song. And it'll be from an artist he's never heard of. He has no clue. Whereas Connor, who is four years older, three and a half, four years older, I get in his car, he's driving, and I'm listening to the music going, okay, every single song here is great. I'm like, where'd you get this? Oh, I'm on YouTube music. Because neither of them own music. It's all streaming. So he's like, oh, I'm on YouTube Music. I put in, I like CCR, and this is what it plays. That's why you hear Tom Petty and, you know, Bob Seger and this one and that. I'm like, you know, I I just think music is one of those gems in in the world that you need to expose everyone to everything and let people stop and say, eh, but I agree with you, Brian. As people get older, they fall into things and go, this sounds great. Like, I could listen to Robert Johnson's first album or only album and be like, I love this. That's a tough listen for anyone younger than me because well, they're going to hear it and go, what yeah. the hell is this? This is so simple. I think yeah, but that's is- the love of it. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of it. That is yeah. simple. When you I'll go think- digging for it. I'll say my generation because I don't know if everybody's on the same bandwagon as me, but I know with my generation, the the game was what's next. So we have this sound now. What's the next sound? Ooh, this is great. Let's move on to this. You know, the eighties. You know, you could say you know started with things like I don't know, uh, know Boys, We Are Family album. You know, yeah, but also like, like the witches, like I know what boys like, and and it ended with like, Romeo Child, Child don't want to fall in love, Nature, right? Exactly. Dance. Yep. It was changed every six months. I had to go shopping because my stuff was outdated. I had to throw it away. Yeah. You know, because things move that fast. Now things stay for like 10, 15 years at a time. They don't move. Then they so, should move. 
but so so as an older person, I think I'm maybe the first generation to say, you know what, I'm really bored with your music. I'm not oh. shocked. I'm not offended. I'm bored. I I we had this talk today about like, what do you think about this? And it's like, here's the here's the eye opener that I'm hopeful for the future. Colin goes, I go, I don't like this like Migos mumble rap stuff. He's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I go, My yeah, I don't the like same that. Way. He goes, yeah. I don't like that. I go, what are you into? He goes, underground. I go, what's that? He goes, I'm listening to underground. So he's listening to Spotify artists and SoundCloud artists that I don't know about that yeah. are doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of hopeful that that means he's going to be exposed to music that he'll then find the originals. I like think it's our are on the same page there. I think yeah, our boys very are well could be. There. Very and well could like, be. He's throwing bands at me now that that he said, Well, I listen to this Starseed band and I'm listening to this alt rock, underground rock stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it led yeah. me into this other really cool band. I like their first album, Three Days Grace. I'm like, oh <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Fantastic. Into metal. Both iterations. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. And then he goes back and he goes, you know that that song? What is that song? It's by this band Journey. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, the big hit. No, nope. but it changed. I he think to Brian's point, cuts, you know, right. I'm, but I'm to Brian's point, it changes very quickly, like yeah. insanely quickly. Like, you know, you're talking four it years to. apart. But yeah. in those four years, you've got one 20 year old who's like. Oh, I love classic rock. And you have a 16-year-old who's like, I want nothing to do with that now. And I can't, in my head, put where I was at his age. Because at his age, I like the Slits, the Sex Pistols, Aerosmith, Billy Joel. Like, I was all over the map. All over, yeah. But it's like, like where do you kind of find that? Like, today, the other night when I played Johnny Thunders, you can't put your arms around a dream. Right. I get what that song is today. I didn't get what it was then. Well, Jay, it's interesting you say that because I remember what I was into. Let's just right. say, let's say 80, 81, 82. I know what I liked. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of music that I wasn't paying attention to. Sure. Because simply I was busy listening to something else. It wasn't because I didn't like it. Right. It was because it was so much was, coming at you. Was yeah, there was a lot of good stuff that I was enjoying. <laughs> and I, I think I mentioned this too. You know, Martin, how we were busy working. Well, I wasn't. I was yeah. a kid. But you, you were like working on the railroad or doing whatever you were doing because you were like in your 50s. I was just <laughs> I, a kid. I've been working on the railroad all, all the, the live long day. Wow. All the live long day. Wow. So you are my so, sunshine, top of the charts. Is that where you're going? <laughs> Music I, I've, I've mentioned this. Brian's younger. He was into the Wiggles then. I'm just. I've mentioned this Wiggles. before, where I saw an interview with Mike D or not Mike D, M- MCA. This it was, was MCA it? Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. He was yeah. on some hip hop XM channel, and the the cool hosts were interviewing him, and like, so what are you into now? You both, what rap are you listening to now? He's like, rap. I'm not listening to rap. No. Like, why not? It's like because I'm in my fifties. And I don't listen to rap anymore. Although I was a rap artist, I don't listen to rap anymore. So what are you listening to? I said, I'm going back and listening to all the other stuff that I wasn't listening to when I was rapping, when I was doing yeah. to Ill, when I was doing Paul's mm-hmm. Boutique. I'm listening to all the stuff I missed because there's some great stuff out there. That's, yeah. a, that's a great comment. 
Barry Manilow, I remember talking about the same thing. And this goes back to the 90s. Barry was doing his thing. And he yeah. was dismissing everything else. And he's like, okay, now I'm going back. And I'm hearing all this stuff. How did I miss this stuff? And yeah. he did a tribute album to his songs that he had just discovered because he had ignored them at the time because he was so into his own thing. And it was like Paul Davis, you know, kind yeah. of stuff. That would have been... Mm-hmm. Yeah, rock all day. But who would have yeah. ultimately changed who he became if he was listening to that bless you, ahead of time? Perhaps. For sure. yeah. I'm the same reason why, like you say, the guitar players don't listen to other music. They, they already have it in their head where they want to be, and that's, that's their pocket. You know who I don't think has ever done that, though, John? The artist who has never just done this and has always been listening to what other people are doing, Paul McCartney. Oh, has always been paying attention to what everyone else is doing. That's he still does. Point. Yeah, that's a great point. Because he's, he's talks still about relevant. It. Yeah, yeah, and he's relevant. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the guy at like seventy years old jumps in the room with three of the, you know, or technically no, technically three of the four members of Nirvana: Brad right. Smear, Chris Novoselic, and Dave Grohl, and, Dave and Grohl. says on the fly. Follow me one, two, three, four, <laughs> and starts to play, and they follow. And what you really have is what Nirvana was and is and could be all at once because Paul McCartney knew who Nirvana was. And then the next he week, he gets in the room with Kanye West and Rihanna and records the song. So he but it wasn't, I mean, he, he, he knew it was he's going on with Kanye, he knew it was going on with Michael Jackson. He, right. He, it's not like he's not a one. Well, I think MJ he really knew because MJ ended up with his catalog. So yeah, that's, that's right. Well, that's still kind of a sore subject. If I will, will say McCartney was probably one of my favorite concerts. I got to go see him, and it was three hours nonstop of hit after hit after hit. Yeah, okay. the guy's in his mid seventies. I mean, he's, he's eighty years he, old. He took one break. He's eighty. He's eighty. You know, oh, he geez, did on his one really? break at seventy-three years old when I seen him. He took off his jacket, put it on a mic stand, and goes there. Costume change and my break are done. Back at her. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. You're the man. Yeah, he just he just had his 80th uh, birthday concert. He's I awesome. forget what the festival was, but he had Springsteen oh, and Dave Grohl on stage. First oh, Dave that was Grohl. Download. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard they joined nice. him. He was Download. Yeah. That was that the big was, one where... That was his 80th birthday party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Dave Grohl's first appearance since Taylor yeah. died. Yep. I would have loved to see that. I, you know what? The the beauty of what we get to talk about and do for a living is the fact that, as I've sad, sadly said, I will never get to hear all the great music before I die. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm certainly going to try. Well, it is time for me to have a cigarette. It's in my contract. I don't smoke on camera. So yeah. I got to end this thing. So you're welcome to stick around. Thanks for watching. If you're stuck, please sign up for Caesar's rewards. Now that we're here in 2025, (laughs) you're going to find a lot of changes to what's happened here in Las Vegas. Half the casinos have changed. Those of you that might think it's 2022, but they've changed dramatically. Next week, we'll have another completely confusing, unorganized, incoherent show for you to enjoy. (laughs) So we'll see you then. Happy Arbor Day. (laughs) Good night.